0: When a divorce finally happened, it kind of felt like a relief, and it also kind of released me into just finding myself.
1: You will most
2: definitely fail trying to do life like somebody else. Stay in the lane. God brought you here for a reason. Get to know all of you. Serve me a gift. Serve me a gift. I'm going to serve you mine. This is Legit.
1: The Legit Podcast. Today, we're having a legit chat with a dope couple I know, Pastor Kelvin from church. Um, he oversees the food bank, and I served there for a while. And Meg, before I realized he was proposing to Meg, and I found her YouTube channel, and I found that they had a YouTube channel together. Blended, the blended, blended mix, the blended mix. And so today we're going to have um, a legit chat because I found out that they were both divorcees before they got married, interracial couple, both came into the marriage with kids, and I felt like it was such a unique story, and so thank you guys so much for being here with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're excited to be here.
3: Yeah, yeah, we just, we're very excited. Thank you for the opportunity to share our story.
1: Yeah, I, I was saying a while ago that this is my very first in-person chat. I don't like to call it interview because I really wanted to That's just relax, yeah. chill, um, and everything. So um, both of you were divorcees before you got married. And I, didn't, I don't want to talk about, you know, the divorce part, but your journey to finding each other and being together. And on your video, you did say that you were both raised conservatively. So, how did you overcome the shame? Ooh, we're going just straight, <laughs> yeah, straight into deep stuff, yeah, which this I love. Is legit. I love, I love how legit
3: you are. Well, for me as a pastor, it was a very difficult situation for me um, because, you know, as you say, I grew up in the Caribbean, um, very, very strict, uh, conservative Christianity. And all my life, I hear divorce is the wrong thing. So, you know, you get married and you think forever after, you know, until death was part. But things happen. And so when it happened to me, um, it was just very um, devastating, Mm -hmm. uh, very difficult. The shame of being a pastor, you know, people come to you for advice, for you for leadership, marriage counseling. I remember one time someone came into my my office wanted counseling, and that was the time when I was going through my own situation, and it was just very difficult. So, for me, it, it was a very tough time, just carrying a lot of shame. Um, I know there was a season I actually wanted to resign from my duties as a pastor and just say, Man, I've, I've just failed because as a pastor, as a leader, as a Christian, I felt like I had failed. As a man, I felt like I had failed. Uh, my family, my kids, and so I, I just carried a lot of. Um, it was very difficult for me. I mean, that's 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 my own personal experience. I know Omega experience is, is a little diff- different, but I walked around with lots of uh, feeling of um, depression. Didn't mm-hmm. want to get up in the mornings. Didn't want to talk to anyone. And there was a season mm-hmm. where I literally just went MIA, meaning like cut myself off, social media, friends calling, group phone calls it was a very dark season in my life for me
0: yeah um and for me divorce was a little different um because i think a lot of times when you're in a marriage that ends in divorce there are a lot of warning signs there for a long time so for me there had been several separations and there had been like just different things so when a divorce finally happened, it kind of felt like a relief, and it also kind of released me into just finding myself. I know we both talked about how in marriage we both lost ourselves. Yeah. Um, Kelvin was married for eighteen years. I was married for eight years, so almost ten. And my marriage, because I grew up really conservative, and we're talking homeschoolers, we're talking like super, super conservative, and I was actually betrothed and kind of my my first marriage was arranged by our parents or, you know, they all knew about it and then they approached me and so that was kind of how all that began and I was super young, I was 18 and so going into marriage at such a young age and not knowing who I was and then having things, you know, so going into divorce I probably should have felt like I was a failure because I, you know, was a Christian at the time but instead I think it was more like relieved, yeah. And then um I actually had um I went through depression within the marriage but then afterwards I just was like everybody just saw me blossom and I started doing I don't know, finding out what I liked and just being independent really um brought me to life. So it was a little different for me. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's that's really interesting how it's it's
1: different. Um, Pastor Kelvin, I want to ask how the divorce, you're still a pastor, so I wanted to ask how after those seasons of depression, going MIA and everything, how um, did that change your perspective, you know, Mm, in pastoring? How did that, how did you evolve in that? Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, For me, this is a great question because... I've always preached about what it's like to fail, what it's like to um, not have things work out and how God comes and he redeems. And sometimes you say things and you don't really truly understand what it meant until my divorce. (laughs) Because after after experiencing the divorce and after experiencing God's grace on my life, God's redemptive purpose on my life, because one of the things that really helped me to move forward was to understand that marriages do fail, but God still loves you, but God still wants to um, has destiny for you and have purpose for you. You as an individual don't cease to be everything that God's created you to be. In other words, Jesus didn't die for uh, marriage. He died for individuals. So in other words, um, As people, we can fail in marriage, but as individuals, God still wants us to blossom. And so, for me, I I just learned so much after the divorce about God's love for humanity and the way that He loves people who are broken, people who have been scarred. You know, so many times you read in the Scripture and you see how God, Jesus, when He walked on, on the earth, how He specifically went to people who were shamed people who were outcasts, and how he loved them, touched them, ministered to them, cared for them, and spoke life into them. And I experienced that, and everything changed. I began to see beauty. As the scripture says, he gives beauty for ashes. I began to see it for myself, how God doesn't see a divorced person that has been broken, has been somehow missing something, that something went wrong with you but how he still mm-hmm. wants to use you and he still wants to be in you. So for me, my whole perspective of the Bible changed, the mm-hmm. way that I read scripture changed, the way that I see people who are hurting, because everything that I do involves people who are hurting the food bank and different things like that. I just see people differently now because I've been there. <laughs> I've been there, done that. So it's, it's beautiful. It's changed my perspective for sure. Do you think um, the shame was more
1: mm-hmm. External or internal and what I mean by that is do you think it was because you um were so worried about what everybody was saying or how
3: they would look at you or it was just like mm-hmm. your own um, insecurities coming to light? Meg has written a lot about shame so she can chime in on that in a few minutes. But definitely it's 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 people. Mm-hmm. Um what are people going to think about me? What are people going to say? You know, there's all these voices. Um, sometimes you make conversations in your head as you walk by people. I wonder what they're saying about me. I wonder what people think about me. But technically, when I began to find wholeness and healing within myself um, internally, I find myself to be the way I saw myself was. Man, there's nothing wrong with you. You're good. You're fine. You know, you're not scarred. You're not, you know, all these things. You're not somehow missing anything. But I had to f- somehow find it within myself, then silence the voices. But definitely the shame kind of came from what people thought.
0: And expectations.
3: Expectations.
0: And mm-hmm. I mean, shame is like a beast. I love Renee Brown's work on shame and how um, you have carried this, like, learning about like kind of gaining self-awareness because sometimes we can have shame from our internal source as well as external and not even realize it. So I was around a mentor uh early on who would pick up shame in my tone and because I didn't even realize yeah. I was like carrying that. And she was always just in the most like truth, honest, like straight to the point, but like gentle way, like Oof, shame is heavy and I would be like oh wow and what I realized in through the healing process and um very intentionally working toward healing which we'll talk more about later was that the the more and more I healed the less and less shame I was allowing to like put on me or to put on myself because yeah. I'm very hard on myself and um the more hope I would have as a result so I found out that shame would just cancel my hope and like you know my creativity so the more I was creative and the more I was loving myself and finding wholeness, the less um, I think I cared about what other people thought but I think I had gone through a couple seasons in life before my divorce where I wasn't making the best decisions so, I had already battled that whole shame thing, so i did I think I did come out of that my divorce and all that season feeling like you know I'm just second class like I don't know, but um that had to change it changed before I met Kelvin, for sure
2: Hey, I'm so glad you listened to the end. I found this episode to be insightful. I think it was super interesting how. Meg felt relief after her divorce. Well, I don't think relief comes without pain um, because any kind of separation stings, right? And Kelvin, on the other hand, felt devastated and dealt with a lot of shame, especially as a pastor, right? But while this is the end of this episode, it is not the end of Kelvin and Meg's story. So be sure to stick with us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and YouTube so you do not miss the next part of this. Until next time, I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. This is legit.